The movie Anchorman opens tomorrow night across the United States. This stars Saturday Night Live staple Will Ferrell, who's been becoming quite uh, quite the star down in Hollywood. And we're proud to report that we have one of his co-stars here to talk about um, the movie and uh, and their life. Darcy Donovan, are you there? How you doing, Doug? Darcy, we're doing we're doing well. How are you? I'm doing terrific. Now you just went to the premiere of Anchorman, and I guess people uh, liked it. Oh, they did. It, I mean, it was hilarious. And I mean, I'm not just saying it because I'm in it. But. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've got some stories to tell about about, oh, yeah. about the film. But before we do, let's tell a little bit uh, about you. You um, came to Hollywood from Nashville, Tennessee. You got it, Nashville. Nash Vegas is what we call it. Nashville is, of course, the mecca for country music. Right. The, the ongoing joke, Doug, is that everybody there is a singer. Uh-huh. And everybody in L.A. is an actor. All right. Well, you're you're a singer. You're a singer and an actor, and you were at one point also a beauty queen. Yes. Tell us about that. Um, I won Miss Nashville, and I went on to the Nationals, which you know was pretty big, and I got in the top ten. But in my hometown, I got most photogenic and Miss Congeniality, which is in a pageant very hard because you got a group of women, you know, right, voting for who's the nicest girl. Uh huh. I'm sure that was a good career boost. Got got a lot of attention to yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I got um, record labels. You know, were calling me, and and uh, my band was doing really well. We were touring at that time. So and you did several was different really several different music music uh, avenues for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I started out doing <laughs> I started out doing uh, hard rock. I did heavy metal, top forty, blues, uh, country, and then country rock. Gee. And then now I'm at uh, R&B music. It sounds like you reinvented yourself uh, more than Madonna. I sure did, man. She, she, she took my moves, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> she took it from me. All right. And, and you did a little, uh, you did some uh, music video stuff? Yeah. I, I mean, Nashville's known for that. They're yeah. not really known for, you know, feature films going down there very much. I mean, you know, everybody knew the... Madonna movie and uh, Sean Penn movie that went bust in Nashville, but they basically, you know, I uh, I did a lot of uh, music videos with Hank Williams Jr., Billy Ray Cyrus, and upcoming, you know, acts coming out. Well, you uh, okay? You can sing, you can act a bit. You're 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 not bad looking. You decided, uh, why can't I be a movie star? I mean, is that is that pretty much what happened? I got fed up with the music industry, and yeah. I had a, a well-known, a very well-known um, artist uh, steal out of my material and my act because I, I kind of wanted, I wanted to be the Madonna of country. Okay. And so I was working on that, and I had a, a several uh, record companies, you know, clamoring to sign me, and then some things went through and or didn't go through, and yeah. bad management and all this stuff. So it, it, I just got really fed up. You know, I went to, um, you know, uh, L.A., a friend of mine lived there, and it was just like, L.A. just opened its arms to me. It was like Hollywood just was like, okay, you know, you're what we want. Um, I was beating out well-known actresses, um, well-named actresses in several, you know, parts. Well, you, you beat out a lot of, I guess you beat out people like, what, Carmen Electra for this role? Yes, and Brooke Burns. So what, what's it like? People wonder what's that like. Okay, I mean, well, you're in Los Angeles. It's you hell. think um, it's hell, Doug. <laughs> well, you go to an audition and you're competing against how many people? You can be competing up against two, two to three hundred people. 
you know, at any given audition. All right. Well, you're down there, and and you're not doing too bad. I yeah, mean, I'm for a relative newcomer, steady. you've got a pretty meaty role here in in a big Hollywood release coming out tomorrow night. Yes. Um, what's that like being in a in a major Hollywood production? Well, it was funny because I was with a with one of my be- very best friends, and he was, you know, he was like all excited too, you know, and he saw, you know, because when you see yourself on the big screen, it's just like, oh my God, that's me. What's it like you're on the screen with, say, Will Ferrell? Well, I mean, you just don't. I guess when you're doing it, when you're you're doing the scenes, you don't really think about it. You know, you're so into the character, and you're also thinking about your lines and you know, listening to the director, so you don't really, you know, you're not really thinking, oh, my God, this is a feature film until it's done. Well, you're focused on what, yeah, you're exactly. focused on the job at hand. I went into DreamWorks. Um, they wanted me to do a voiceover for my part, you know, get certain snippets down, and when I went in, I was just like, oh, my God. It was so funny because I thought, I thought, who is that girl on it? I was like, she's really, and then I go, oh, my God, that's me. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, my God. How strange. Yeah, it was very strange because... It's just, you just, I don't know. It's it's a weird feeling. It's almost like it's an alter ego. It's like somebody else. And you're watching them, you know, you know, like you said, 10 feet in front of you, you know, like like King Kong. <laughs> so, um, so give us, an, give us a, for instance, of maybe some scenes you did for the, in the movie. Well, um, I've got actually a couple stories, but. Well, let's hear them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, the one scene, the scene that I do Paul Rudd is basically trying to hook me up with Will Ferrell in the movie. Okay. And he dumps me for Christina Applegate. It happens. Can you believe that? <laughs> of all the people, Christina... No, she was actually awesome to work with. She is such a sweet girl. Uh-huh. A pleasure. But um, the director comes up to me and he's like, hey, you know... And I don't think he told Will this, but, you know, Will's like... I mean, he's improv king, and plus two, you know, he's been in Saturday Night Live and... You know, all these, uh, you know, comedy feature films that he's been in. So trying to catch him off guard is just, it ain't happening. You know? What'd you do? Well, he, um, Adam's like, hey, Darcy, you know, do you mind saying the F word? And I was like, no. And he says, and also he goes, can you, can you maybe try to throw Will off? Just let's, let's just well, try to see that. Well, what's the point of that? Um, well, because you, it's hard to do that for well, him. But and why would you want to? The DVD version, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. you know. For outtakes? Yes, for outtakes. So they're inducing the, the flubs yes, for the outtakes. inducing me. It was terrible. I suspect that nice all along they were doing that in Hollywood. <laughs> and you're confirming it for our audience, hey, Darcy. I, I plead the fifth on that, buddy. Okay. <laughs> hey, I want to work with Adam again, okay? Uh, all right. So, so he, he asked you to, to, to flub up Will, and you make what? You, what do you um, do? I just said something very uh, sexual to him to try to, to catch him off kilter, and then he just came back. Really good. <laughs> Didn't throw him off at all. Oh no! And he said it with a straight face. Uh, you know, just immediately had a comeback. And you know, then when we finished taping, we all started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and the cameraman just got the biggest kick out of it. He was just like, "Oh my god!" You know, because it's like dead silence, and all of a sudden everybody starts laughing. So will we, will we see that in the outtakes? Well, in the DVD version, you will. All right. So all right, you'll see a lot of stuff on that DVD version. Well, Darcy, we wish you the best in producing, directing, writing, etc., and hope that uh, you can land some uh, weightier roles here as, you know, you continue to um, work your way up the Hollywood scene. Hey, Doug, Hollywood better watch out for me. <laughs> I got smoking guns, baby. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope also you can, you know, you, you, you can use some of this comedic talent you're demonstrating here because, let's face it, the role for the hot blonde might be somewhat limiting.
I'm actually right now working with a stunt coordinator to uh, work on some action films. So, Angelina Jolie, watch out, baby. Watch out. I hear your Paula Jones impressions right on. Let's hear a little bit. Well, I don't know, Doug, if I can talk about that right now. I just don't know. I just don't. I think we should talk about that later after I get my nose done again. All right, you're hired. <laughs> okay. Darcy Donovan, thanks so much for coming on. Well, and thank we'll, you, Doug. And we'll, let's, uh, let's talk again. Okay. And bye, everybody. Thank you so much. And go see Anchorman. All righty. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Well, we enjoyed very much talking to Darcy. It is not easy to make it down in, in Hollywood, but uh, she's off to a heck of a start. And you just never know about a thing like that. So, uh, you know, our fingers are crossed. For more information on this upcoming uh, rising star, you may want to go to her website, DarcyDonovan.com. That's D-A-R-C-Y-D-O-N-A-V-A-N.com. Uh, Darcy said that if any of you out listening out there will email her at her website, she'll send you an autographed photograph of herself. And, uh, you know, what could be better than that? She is, without question, a lovely woman. And, you know, she did mention that she's a singer, so let's, uh, let's play a little excerpt um, off of the CD that she has on the website. I'm a real girl, can't you see? I got your blood pumping with anxiety. All right, we got a couple a uh, couple minutes left on today's program. Let's do a few miscellaneous, uh, well, at least one miscellaneous item, something that uh, we didn't remark upon until now. On uh, on May thirtieth, Sacramento Bee reported the passing of Samuel Dash. Sam Dash was the interrogator uh, working uh, on the Watergate committee, whose um, interrogation of Alexander Butterfield led to the revelation that there was a taping system in the Nixon White House. And, of course, um, that then led to a fight over the recovery of those tapes, listening of those tapes, possession of those tapes, and basically led to the downfall of Richard M. Nixon. Dash, in fact, cultivated a reputation for independence and as an advocate for legal ethics throughout his career. He was a trial attorney in the Justice Department in 1951, later joined Georgetown Law School, he taught criminal law for nearly 40 years and last year was voted the best law professor by Georgetown Law students. Samuel Dash agreed to serve as the legal ethicist on um, Kenneth Starr's independent counsel investigation of the Clinton White House. In uh, 1998, Dash dramatically resigned as the counselor, charging that Kenneth Starr had become an aggressive advocate in impeaching President Clinton. Dash said that Starr had exceeded the independent counsel's mandate, which was a part of the statute he, in fact, had helped draft. In a stinging two-page letter, Dash accused Starr of, quote, abuse of your office, unquote, for exceeding his mandate to report to Congress any impeachable offenses he had discovered. 
If we had a few more minutes with Molly Ivins, we probably would have also liked to have talked about Bill Clinton. Molly Ivins points out that there are an awful lot of Clinton haters out there who uh, spent a lot of time bashing him. And one bashing episode that I do uh, wish to call to mind before we end the show was when he attempted to attack Osama bin Laden's sanctuaries in Afghanistan. He was widely criticized by the GOP. It was said he was trying to wag the dog. So now, when there's a GOP rallying cry asking where was Clinton in the war on al-Qaeda, I would cite a, a Tribune Media Services cartoon by Matt Davis, which shows a Bill Clinton under the foot of a large Republican elephant that says on its side, Watergate investigation, Lewinsky hearings. You know, and I do have to wonder openly that uh, about whether the fact that... Um, uh, the GOP might not have let Clinton be the president and do what he needed to do instead of, uh, you know, in pursuit of the greater truth about whether he had or had not had an affair with Monica Lewinsky. Would the country have not been better served? Well, I think it would have. And I would like to close the program today with more about the spectacular success of the Cassini mission to Saturn. Last week, the spacecraft successfully uh, completed a braking maneuver which has put it into orbit around the ringed planet. A few days later, Cassini made the first of what is going to be many passes at Saturn's large moon, Titan. Titan is a rather unique, really, planet in the solar system. It is larger than the planet Mercury and has an atmosphere thicker than that of the Earth. It's an interesting place indeed because it's believed there are hydrocarbons all over the surface and in the atmosphere, which gives the atmosphere of Titan an orange, smoggy color. On its first pass, Cassini's cameras were able to peer through the smog and see some surface markings. It's going to be exciting what happens, when, especially when in January, when Cassini will issue forth a second probe, the Huygens probe, which is destined to land on the moon Titan. We need to know a little bit more about hydrocarbons in bodies of the solar system because there are many people who think, a minority that is, but some respected scientists who think that an awful lot of the oil that we have here on Earth may have always been here. It may have been here since the Earth formed 4.6 billion years ago. Um, well, Cassini and Huygens may shed some light on that. Uh, if it turns out there is a lot more hydrocarbons on all these bodies in the solar system that date back to the origin of the solar system, well, that means there may be oil deeper down in the Earth's crust than we know about, and perhaps supplies will not run out in the next century. It's something of a surprise to imagine that the Cassini mission <laughs> may shed some light on the oil situation right here on the terra firma, but it just might. Anyway, stay tuned. We're going to be following this exciting developments uh, from Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena in uh, the weeks and months to come. We are out of time. This has been Radio Parallax. This show was produced by Edward McMillan. We would like to thank our special guests today, Molly Ivins and Darcy Donovan. Stay tuned for Todd. We'll see you next Thursday at 5 p.m. And oh yeah, this has been Douglas Everett at your service.